gal. Hey guys, and welcome to Get A Life Podcast. It's me, Bish, and I'm joined by Jacob. Hi. Jacob, what are we talking about today? Food. Food, yeah, 100%. That might be what we're talking about, but I, <laughs> I don't know what actually... That was a bit of a curveball. We are actually talking about Genshin Impact. I believe it officially released in 2020, isn't it? But it was like in beta before that. Yep. So before we get into the main discussion of the episode, I just want to thank our sponsors, Crunchyroll and Sugoi Mart. In addition to that, if you really like the show, give us a five-star review on your podcast platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Because it really does help us out a lot. So Jacob, Genshin, aka Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. You know what? How did you get started into Genshin? I mainly found out about it on Twitter, I think. Like, a lot of people I knew were, like, super hyped for it, and they would not stop talking about it and, like, posting about it. And I was like... It seems intriguing. I'm not sure if I'm into it, but I'll give it a try. And so I gave it a try, and now I play it a lot. Like, in a week, how much do you play Genshin? Like, is it daily? Do you play, like, every once in a while? Like, what's your dedicated Genshin hours, if that makes sense? Uh, I would say, like, every other day. Okay. Uh, I sometimes have, like, those moments where I'm like, okay, let me just do the dailies and then, like, turn off my... Like, I play it on PS5 and PC, and I'm like, let me turn it off again. And then sometimes I have those moments where I just play for hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, it's, it's like, very, like... I think it, like, depends on what mood I am in and if, like, how, my, how much time I have and stuff. But the grind is real, definitely, and... Yeah, I feel like I spend way too much time on this game and then I'm like, I should play this game more. Like it's a very for me it's a very like unbalanced or is it balanced? I don't know. It's it's kinda wonky sometimes for me. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. May I ask, what is your adventure rank at the moment? I think my adventure rank is 56. Oh, okay. So you're near the end. I think what the highest rank is like 60 or something. Or, yeah, at, at 60 at the moment. Yeah, because that can always change, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to just keep it at 60. I think they'll probably go higher than that. I'm actually surprised that there is an AR cap, to be honest with you. I always thought that it would just be unlimited. You know what I mean? But then I guess they probably have to do it to keep the game somewhat balanced and things like that. Well, this, the thing is, like, also the fact that, like, you get rewards for leveling your AR. And, you know, it gives you, like, pulls for, like, the gacha and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, it, so it's kind of like... primo gems and stuff like that. I don't know if you get primo gems. I think you get fates directly, but I could be wrong on that, actually. I'm not sure. I haven't leveled up in forever, obviously. So, for me, when I started getting into Genshin, I, the only reason I knew about it was because there was this expo called China Joy based in China. It's like, apparently, it's the biggest gaming expo in the world. I didn't know this at the time. But then Twitter was, like, going angry because there were, like, people that were, like, going crazy because Sony was there at their booth and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it was announced at Sony's booth or whatever. And people were, like, smashing PS4s. I was like, what? Like, I was confused because it was like... That is wild. Why? That is wild. But I think the reason is it's because there was some Zelda fans, Breath of the Wild fans, that basically felt that this game was, like, a ripoff mm -hmm. when they announced it. And they were just, like, really pissed off. So they decided to smash ps4s but i never understood when people do shit like that because you're already buying a ps4 sony's already made their money whether you break that console or not yeah 
So it's it, it's kind of pointless. But for me, I was intrigued because I kind of liked Breath of the Wild. And obviously, that was my first Zelda game. And, and to be honest with you, that was my first style of adventure game to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like that sort of open world adventure. And I was like, I want more of this. Mm -hmm. And I was just excited for Genshin. And I think they were talking about a Nintendo Switch release. And I was like, you know what? I want more. I didn't know the game was free to play initially. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what? I would like more games like this on the Switch. Yeah. So I was just mainly excited about that. And then I, I basically, I started playing it on the release. So in September, as soon as they released the game officially, that's when I started playing. And I think you started playing it. Obviously, you, I'd imagine you started playing it at the same time. And then you told me about it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to start playing it. Because when I saw that thing on Twitter, when they were showing off gameplay, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's like Breath of the Wild with like anime style characters. Mm -hmm. And I just forgot about it until its official release. And then you reminded me, hey, you should play Genshin. <laughs> I didn't have a PC at the time. So I was like, oh, I can't play it on PC. You're like, oh, it's on PS4. Downloaded it on PS4. It was like 100 gigabytes, mm -hmm. which at the time, other than Call of Duty, it it was a huge game. Like, yeah. And I didn't quite understand why, because at that time in early release, it was like there wasn't much content. I mean, there was, but there wasn't much places to visit. You kind of kind of stayed in like Teviat and like uh, Mondstadt and that kind of stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think they had Liyue. No, yeah. they had Liyue from the very beginning. Because I remember like when I started the, started the game, I would honestly like just start like exploring all like the entire map. Like I would get all of those, you know, those save points, like the statue. And I would find Leo and I was like, what is this place? This is intriguing. And, you know, like in the early days of Genshin, you're like, hmm. And you don't really know much because, you know, you don't want to spoil yourself or anything. But yeah, I was like really intrigued by how the story would go on. But I unlocked like the entire map as soon as the game came out. I'll be real with you. I don't even have majority of the map. Like, I just got into Liyue because I play the game very on and off. Like, for me, Genshin is that kind of game where it's like, I'm not a big fan of gacha to begin mm -hmm. with. And there are points in which I do kind of like the gacha in this game, but it's pretty grindy. Like, if there's no other game for me to play, bear in mind, being a games journalist, you always get games to review and play. And some games you'll like, some games you won't. But when I'm playing Genshin, it's like, I always think to myself, should I be playing it? Like, I like playing it, but I always think, is there not a game that I should be reviewing right now? Yeah. So at least in those past couple of two years, when this game was released during like the peak of COVID, I was, there was a lot of games that were coming through and I was, or I always felt guilty. I was like, should I really be playing Genshin? Mm -hmm. Which is a free to play game. I have no commitment in terms of reviews, but you know, I have to review the new Warriors Orochi or have to review this game or that game. So it was always like a guilty pleasure for me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I didn't spend much time on it. It would usually be, at, at least initially, it would be like a couple of hours in a day. Like I get back from work, I'd play like maybe four hours of Genshin, go to sleep then start again like that's how it would be and then it, the four hours became one hour one hour became maybe one hour uh, from one hour a week uh from one hour a day it became maybe two or three hours a week and then it sort of became one hour a week and then now it's like i don't know like i don't go back it's weird because i've got genshin installed on my pc and i have it installed on my ps5 so they are quite varied experiences because at least at the time before they allowed the cross saves and stuff mm -hmm. your ps4 save would be different to your yeah. pc save so i was playing it on pc when i got my pc and it was just like where the hell is my save yeah and when i played it on pc again i 
kind of fell in love once again. I know it sounds really weird. It's because I had nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't have any other characters. It was just me and Paimon, and we're just fucking around. We're going to... Do you know what I mean? It was... Yeah. There was that experience there, and you kind of... I kind of fell in love with Genshin again. But then I feel like it's going to get to a point where it's going to be like, oh, shit, what the hell do I do? Because this is the one thing I don't like about Genshin, is the fact that after a while, it's just a serious grind. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to grind to AR26 just to get, like, co-op play. And that was the main reason why... I grinded to that point ar26 for multiplayer i think well i think it's a little bit earlier than that i think it's like ar20 or something i don't even think it's 20 it's like right i mean spoiler alert i guess but like you you get a multiplayer as soon as you beat the ball and for the first time that's when you unlock multiplayer it does it? it does really not I think it does not depend on adventure rank. If it does, no, then I forgot. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it does. Let me double check that. But I think it's just the miss. Like, it might be like ten or something. But like, you level up. Sixteen. Yeah, sixteen, something like yeah. that. But like, that is pretty done pretty quickly. You know, at that, the beginning. You know what? I, I'll be real with you. For me, it didn't feel like that. It felt very grindy to get to that point. But bear in mind, this was at in initial stages of the game. Uh, the game is a lot more balanced than it used to be. So at least in the beginning, it was quite difficult to get, to, for, for me at least. I think it was, I think it depends on the player really, because I think you really went into it, not really like exploring that much of the map, but like, like me, for instance, I would li- literally like search every single corner, like look for like the hidden treasure chests like in the most random places like do the do those puzzles and stuff i would do all of that and that's how i think i level up pretty quickly i think if you take your time to do that it doesn't take that long that's true but the thing is for me it wasn't a game that i necessarily had time with you know what i mean like playing one hour a week it's gonna take a hell of a lot of time to get to yeah. that adventure rank and and to be honest with you when i got to that adventure rank it was just like oh okay i'm playing co-op but i'm not enjoying the co-op mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's no real co-opness to it i think i was expecting it to play more like an mmo mm-hmm kind of like runescape kind of like wow where you go into a lobby and there's just like so many different people there and it's not like mihoyo can't do that i feel like they just don't want to do that because it's not the game is not necessarily designed for that Mm -hmm. but it would be cool like to actually go around and meet new people and and meet new like because i remember back in the day when i was like playing runescape yeah you'd meet random people you go out on quests with them and here yes you can do that but you're very limited with who you can bring with you i think it's only like three other people Mm -hmm. and yourself for co-op which makes sense because that takes place basically like if you have three people with you you can only have one character i think you, you can't bring four yeah that makes sense it's supposed to make you guys work as a team but if you don't have friends that play genshin like i have you and i have swen but that's it like we're the only people that i know in my friend group that play genshin and the rest of them are in the u.s and that's another thing that i don't like like the fact that you like europe is separate from the u.s like, you can't jump into a different lobby. And I never understood that. Like, why can't they allow people to play with people from different regions? I don't really want to go in and make, an, like, a US account and an Asia account. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just want to use my European account and then do everything from that account. Because if I made a US account to play with my US friends, that means I need to grind again. I need to unlock different characters. I need to invest a lot more money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I like, know. I wish there was just an option in Genshin that basically allowed you to to travel different regions. 
Like, mm-hmm. to if you wanted to join an American lobby, you can. If you wanted to join a British lobby, you can. Like, that would just make things simpler. But I think probably the reason why they don't do that is it might be due to the store. They want to limit it to people in that region because of price changes and things like that. I don't know. But I would like it so that you can choose what lobbies you go into because then it would make it a lot more easier and a lot funner for me to actually go in and actually play with my friends because i think i've only played genshin with you once and that was like really early days i think i was like ar maybe 20 or something Mm -hmm. like that and then i played with swen maybe twice so i didn't quite enjoy the multiplayer experience because it still feels very lonely like genshin in itself it's a very lonely experience right Mm-hmm. A lot of the time you are playing it by yourself. It feels like a single player game, but there's a lot of random occurrences and there is quite a lot of story. I don't quite like the story, but there is quite a lot of that content there. But at the same time, it's not like you can enjoy it all the time with your friends. You're always relying on your friends. You can't really make friends with anyone new. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but it's it's very difficult to do that. Because I, I just really wanted to know, like, what do you think of the gameplay? Because like, I've already gave my opinions on like the co-op and stuff like that, but like, what is a attractive about the gameplay to you or do you feel like it's just your standard jrpg even though this is made by a chinese company but i'm using the term jrpg for that genre of rpg honestly for me i think it's the variety in characters i really enjoy the designs the weapons i'm not really somebody who's like keen on like collecting weapons or like or like being like oh my god i'm like so into like perfectly combining several weapons with several characters because i'm like it's it's it can be so much work and people are like so i guess trained in like combining the two and i'm just like i'm just having fun with this with the gameplay itself i like it a lot in general if like it's a nice for me it feels like a nice hack and slash game at least because it's like it's like not a turn-based rpg or anything it's like you know, beat them up or hack and slash. Well, at the same time, it's open world. So I really enjoyed it so far. And I think what really does keep me going the most is just like the new characters that they always show us. I feel like, I feel like characters are always like the number one thing that keeps me interested in a game. And for Genshin, that's usually what really piques my interest. And I think to be honest with you, that's something that piques a lot of people's interest. And, and we'll get with this um, after the break because we're going to go on a little ad break and then we'll We'll talk in more depth about the characters so we'll see you guys on the other side before we get into the ads just want to shout out our coffee page if you guys want to support the podcast either monthly or through a one-time donation we really do appreciate it because coffee doesn't take a fee so all of the amount of money that you're going to be donating goes straight to us so that's really awesome we do have goals set up on there like for podcast equipment for artwork and things like that so anything you donate is going to go straight back into making this podcast a better experience a better show we will be using it correctly so i will assure you that so that is is ko-fi.com forward slash get a live podcast thank you and back onto the ads now it's a better time than ever to be an anime fan with crunchyroll that has the world's largest anime collection you can watch new episodes one hour after they air in japan enjoy access to unlimited ad-free anime read hundreds of chapters across dozens of manga titles and save with exclusive crunchyroll store discount so if you guys go to crunchyroll.com 
forward slash kunai. That's crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai for your 14 day free trial of Crunchyroll premium service. Remember you guys, we love Crunchyroll. We use them on kunai. I personally love them. I personally use them all the time. We've been going to Crunchyroll events for a long time, long time sponsor of the podcast. And you know what? They are the best place to watch anime legally online with over 30,000 episodes. And at the moment, if you're listening to this, they've got the largest fall lineup in history for fall 2022 with over 40 simulcasting titles. That is insane. So join Crunchyroll with our link, crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai for 14 day free trial. In addition to that, You've got different perks with your premium service. You can either go with your mega fan, you can go with fan service or your mega fan for 12 months. Personally, the biggest savings that you're going to make is if you do your mega fan option. If you live in the UK, that's only £60 a year. That's VAT inclusive. That's cheaper than any streaming service at the moment, especially if you're into anime. You got all your anime pretty much in one place. That's no ads, unlimited access to the Crunchyroll library, new episodes one hour after they air in Japan for your simulcasts, access to your digital manga, streaming on four devices at the same time, as well as offline viewing. You would not believe how many times offline viewing has saved me. Beyond the tube, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no 5G. I'm like, ah, I wanna watch anime, boom. I'm watching Overlord, I'm watching Dr. Stone, I'm watching Naruto, watching DBZ. You've got it all on Crunchyroll. So that's crunchyroll.com forward slash kunai. That's crunchyroll.com forward slash K-U-N-A-I. Back onto the episode. Okay, we're back. Jacob, you mentioned characters in Genshin. I just wanted to know, before I ask you about your favorite characters, would you agree that the characters in Genshin are its strong point? Because for me, I didn't quite like the story. It felt very convoluted. I didn't really necessarily care about it. A lot of the story plot points I just skipped. But for me, it was really all about those characters getting new characters through wishes and things like that. So would you agree on that point? I would definitely say that the characters are at least one of the biggest main appeals to me because they I mean it's I think it's always been like characters making me want to play a video game first and foremost before even like the gameplay I would always look at a character and be like does this look like an interesting character for me to play and with Genshin a lot of them are like like I'm I look at them and I'm like oh this is like this is such a good character design like, their personality is just amazing. I love them so much. Of course, there's some characters that I don't really care about much. But at the same time, it's like there's always going to be like that. Um, characters like that. But I also do have to admit, I do enjoy the storyline a lot. Because especially at the beginning, it com- it just comes off as like a normal adventure and journey of the protagonist who's looking for their sibling. But more and more, it gets... It actually, I think... That's what the also like one of the biggest appeals to me right now is the fact that Genshin is way darker and way more secretive than anybody could have probably thought. And what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, is it okay if I spoil a few things here? Yeah, yeah, you can spoil it. It's fine. Okay, so we basically find the other sibling, but like they fight you. There's like so many tales of civilizations that have completely been um, destroyed and like organizations like the Fatui 
wanting to they're the evil guys and they are really cruel like they recently revealed i think like the fatui harbingers is it harbinger or harbinger um i think it's harbinger or something I can't yeah they they recently like revealed a trailer of the fatui harbingers um that you i think one or two no three of them you have already met in game by now or you mm -hmm. can meet in game by now and it's like they're such a dark organization. Like, one of them is called um, Dottore, like, okay. the doctor. And he literally, like, experiments on people and turns them into, like, you know, those huge ruin guards, like, those mm -hmm. huge devices that you sometimes fight in Genshin Impact. Like, he is literally cruel and doesn't give up crap about human life and it's like of course at the beginning it's you know you're in Mondstadt and you're like fighting the Wallen and you're finding out so much about the I think the, I think they're called the seven and it's like you basically help just help out a lot of people but over time you learn more and more about how fucked I, I guess how fucked up or how messed up um the story is because there's like a lot going on I don't want to like talk about every single thing, but from the outside, it doesn't look as or seem as dark as it actually is. And that's why right now I'm really intrigued by the game, the characters and the story. So in terms of the characters, who would you say are your favorite characters? Because as you guys know, Genshin is, you know, prides itself in its characters. You've got characters from all the different um, territories in, in the game and you've got full voice sets so mm -hmm. you've got i think what korean voices japanese chinese korean, Chin yeah korean english, english chinese and japanese so that's quite a lot and considering the amount of playable characters it is a lot who would you say are your favorite characters oh god i have a few oh and before before you answer also what language do you prefer playing genshin in in terms of your voice language oh japanese easily okay and honestly one of the biggest reasons and i feel like you're gonna rolled your eyes at me for saying this but like i don't know if you know the character ningguang um she's from liyue and um she's like like an elite character in liyue and yeah. she like the, the lady with the blonde hair yeah her japanese voice actress also voices um beatorija in umineko so like okay it's the same uh, with for um, people that don't know that's uh sayaka ohara Exactly, Sayaka Ohara. She also voices Mercy in the Japanese um, dub of Overwatch. I like Ningguang, but I do have other favorite characters. So I think so far my number one favorite character is probably Arataki Ito. Okay, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> he kind of gives me that, oh, I forgot his name. That guy from Samurai Warriors. Keiji Maeda. The... Yes. Yeah, exactly. He reminds me a lot of Keiji. Yeah. 100%. And the thing is, like, he's... Like, Ito is such a dork. Like, he's he's such a Dumbo, but, like, he's, like, a loving Dumbo. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, he sees himself as the baddest guy, but, like, if you would call him that, it would probably be, like, the baddest guy on, like, SpongeBob SquarePants level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's All what right. I'm thinking of. Like, he thinks he's the, like, the toughest and stuff. I'm, I'm just like, yes, you are, you little puppy. <laughs> The scrunkly. The scrunkly. Oh my god, I hate that meme, ah, but yeah. The scrunkly. Double tap now if it's scrunkly, they win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of get that vibe. The way you described it, I was like, it's it's definitely that scrunkly meme. Uh, I mean, a lot of people like think he's like a fucking idiot or something, but I'm just like, so what if he is? Leave him alone. <laughs> you know? He's like, also very attractive. 
He is. Oh my god, when uh, he dropped, real. I was like, whoa. Like, like he dropped like one day after my birthday. Wow. And I was like... Nice birthday present. Yeah, I got him to C6 that day. <laughs> like, constellation level 6. Damn. How the hell do you... How the hell do you get to do that? Don't you need to get, like, duplicates of the character to... Yeah. Damn. Don't ask me how much money I've spent, because it was a I'm lot. not gonna ask you. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> In one day. You know, one thing that I will mention is that... Yeah, we, we we did mention that Ito is, is a very attractive character, but I've noticed that what I like about this game quite a lot is that there's fan service for everyone. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not like, I'm sorry to call out Koei here, but it's not like Koei, you know what I mean? Like with DOA, it's all like tits. They, this game has got everything. If you like hot guys, they got it. If you like hot girls, they've got it. They've got everything. And I'm not saying that's everything about the game. Don't get me wrong. These characters do have for some people it stories. Is. And for some people it is, and that's you know up to them but i'll be real with you like the characters do have a level of story behind them i think the characters individual stories i find are more meaningful than the game story if that makes sense mm -hmm. although they do kind of cross over every once in a while and i'll be real with you there are some characters that i don't quite like and i'll get into that in a little bit but you know who my favorite character is jacob is it clee no it's not you know is it amber it... no no it used to be clee it genuinely used to be clee because clee does a fuck ton of damage yeah <laughs> like genuinely so i i you know i got clee i think straight away i think i got her on my first um pull i think like i'd done the wish and i literally the first character i got was clee i was like damn when she first came out and i was like hell yeah nice and she's a small character don't get me wrong I, but she I does a lot of her. damage she's she's uh, right now she like she literally returned um alongside kazuha mm -hmm. it is kazuha right i think so because, like, I always mix up Kazuha and Kuzuha from Nijizanji. Because, like, it's literally only one letter that's different. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I pulled I pulled clear, and I'm really happy because I was waiting for her to come back. See, that's another thing. I didn't necessarily know that they had, like, they removed characters from the banner and stuff like that. So mm, it's, it's not really, like, removing them. Like, they only make, like, I think at this point, the, like, all the new five star it's five stars right yeah I think so. all five the new star. five star characters are limited at the moment like they always like bring them back at some point obviously mm -hmm. um but like there's like gene or diluc or kitching or mona who are permanent and those are honestly easier to get than the permanent four stars which are kaya um lisa and amber you know all the initials um because like i have pulled diluc so many times but i don't think i've pulled kaya like even like three times and i'm i'm like trying to get him to constellation six but he just does not have a like a rate up or anything so i always have to buy like one of his constellation levels in the stardust shop which you get by pulling obviously <laughs> But yeah, so who's your favorite character? So yeah, I would say it's, like I mentioned, it was Klee before, but it, it is actually Barbara. Oh, and Barbara. There's a reason, oh, there's right. A oh my God, I forgot. There's a reason behind that. It's because I don't use Barbara on my team. Like she's mainly like her, what? She has like healing magic and stuff. I have no use for Barbara. The main reason why I like Barbara is her story. But also at the same time, it's just her character. Just so, I don't know. It's like she's very calm collective she makes you feel i don't know it's like she makes you feel like not depressed like i was playing genshin i was really depressed when i was playing genshin and there was like a moment when they released like this sort of pov video mm -hmm. with barbara and she's like 
it's like she's talking to you and she's talking about the spicy dried fish or something and i was just like i was like bro bro why you took away you cured my depression like genuinely i know it sounds really bad but during covid we were kind of all and, and this is to everyone during covid everyone was sort of isolated mm-hmm. and i think that video kind of made a big difference because it was like we couldn't necessarily have human interaction if that makes sense but like in a way you're having interaction with this character and this character actually cares about you and she doesn't because she's a video game character but i kind of felt that connection with barbara as a character here's the thing barbara is supposed to be like the idol character in genshin like she's literally an idol in the game and that's probably one of the reasons why she has that effect on people I actually have a friend whose favorite character is also Barbara and they actually, I think they like level leveled her up all the way and always use her. And it's like, that is like so wild to me because that is me with like Arataki Ito. I think that's also me with uh, Zhongli. I'm trying to get there with Kaya. <laughs> it's going to take a while gonna take a while to get there i mean i have him at level 90 so like i only need him one like one more constellation level for kaya i have a good sword for him i need to level up his talents obviously but like and of course the artifacts i think the artifacts are like for me the most frustrating thing because you have to grind them and they're purely rng so it's like oh like and you 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 spend so much time and it can really take up a lot of your time like that for me is the issue like if if you had at least something where it was like like the game being like hey like which stats are you like aiming for like maybe that'll give you a rate up that would be amazing but it would also be kind of broken i guess so that's probably not gonna happen but yeah you know like in terms of other characters because i'm looking at the character page now there's so many characters that i think the last time i played genshin was when diona was introduced oh diona like, I, I do have Diona, and, like, to be honest with you, I don't know if it makes sense to have smaller characters in Genshin. Like, is the hitbox the same, or do they lower the hitbox for the smaller characters? Because if that's the case, then it makes sense to have a lot of smaller characters, because then they can just dodge quite easily. They won't get attacked as much by, you know, big bosses and things. But do they, do they have smaller hitboxes? I would assume they do, because, like, if you have, let's say you have a tall character, right? They stop swimming on shore faster than, like, smaller characters. Like, if you have Ito and you're swimming with him and you're on, like, a shore, then he will, I guess, like, walk out of the water, uh, you know, when, like, he touches the floor quicker than, like, a small character. Because they will probably swim, like, almost all the way to the shore and then once they reach the the floor then they will like start stop swimming and actually walk so i'm assuming that also might that also might apply to the hitbox i don't know though that sounds like it to be honest with you like i'll be real with you i'm looking through all the other characters now i don't know there's like so many characters i'm not aware of like especially like the inazuma people at one point like when i found out about inazuma there was like what three characters that were announced or something like that i think it was um ayaka probably raiden shogun and um Mikujo Sara, I think. I think so. There, there wasn't that many characters. So I was just and like... And maybe Yaimiku as well. To be honest with you, I haven't even entered Inazuma. And I think for me, like the way that Genshin sort of designs these cities and towns and stuff it's like each one has its own cultural theme like Liyue is supposed to be inspired by china monstat is like the western world right or at least western castles you know i think monstat is actually supposed to resemble germany oh is it because monstat literally means a moon city or moon town in german oh wow because mond is yeah it it might be the case because like you kind of get those different places you know what i mean like it's 
it's quite interesting. And obviously, Inazuma is well, Japan mm-hmm. at this point. So I want to see what else they do. Like, what other places would they? And like, where would they go? Like, are they going to have like a desert town? Are they? Yeah, have, there's like, a lot coming. Um, right okay. now, they're like about to. I think like patch 3.0 is gonna be dropped very soon. Um, they've already like shown some of the new characters. I don't. I don't really know um, which part the new region, like which real region. It's uh, based on, but like, there's a lot coming, and uh, I also know. So you know, like the as I mentioned, like the Fatui. So they come from Snezhnaya, which is supposed to be Russia. And I mean, I think it's fascinating how they like have all these different countries and stuff. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think that would be quite interesting to see more. Um, and you know, it's just the design of these places are great. Like for me, when I first went to Liyue, I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna stay here all the time because I'm a big fan of that sort of architecture, like Chinese architecture, Japanese architecture, that kind of stuff. So it was nice to see, and it was nice to see that the characters were designed differently, like their clothes were different. Um, obviously their names are different as well. Like they also have that level of cultural identity when you look at them. Like I'm not sure. Like, for example, Wu Tao, for example, right? She's got, like, her color palette is very, very unique, very, I would say, like, resembling of, like, similar to, like, the Chinese flag. You know, you got a lot of reds coming from her color palette. And I think I'm not necessarily sure about her storyline because I don't actually have her or really interacted with her as a character. But if I'm not mistaken, she has a very sort of cultural story if that makes sense right there's there is a lot of cultural references in her character i mean she's literally a director of a funeral parlor parlor so wait yeah my favorite funeral event oh my god you said it you did you said, well i did yeah this is my favorite funeral event <laughs> in liyue in liyue that's what she does hell yeah she literally you know what and this is a funny thing to me i mean it's kind of sad at the same time but she literally always tries to bury chi chi who's an you know an undead being zombie yeah she always tries to tries to get rid of chi chi so like i mean she literally makes money with death you know the funny thing about chi chi as well is that she's also one of those smaller characters but I find it very odd. She's a zombie, yet she's pretty chill. You know what I mean? Like, she works for the pharmacy. Like, th- I, d- I don't understand her character at all. Like, she doesn't look like she's dead. You know what I mean? I know, but, like, I think that, I think that, like, maybe this is, like, the character she has because she died, you know? Maybe maybe she's, mm. like, maybe she's just like that because she's undead maybe i don't know and also you have to bear in mind the clothes that she's wearing that is like i forgot what it's called is it chinese or japanese but like this is literally like the type of clothes like they give um to like zombies or undead beings okay so uh, that's what i'm saying so there is a level of cultural references and stuff which is quite nice so it's nice to see that level of diversity in a game like that there has been controversies in the past though i will say this i'm not going to deny that with certain characters that are sort of branded as exotic and i think that's kind of disgusting a little bit i've been looking at i did been doing some research and it was like mentioned that a lot of the characters that are like darker skin and stuff are sort of branded as exotic characters which is kind of lame i'll be 
real with you. I don't I don't know if that's been branded like that in the West, but it might be in like China or something. I think MiHoYo has addressed it and they probably have apologized about it. So I would like to see a little bit more diversity. If they have like a desert place, I want to see like more Bedouin style characters. You know what I mean? I want the level of diversity that you get in like a game like Overwatch. You know, that's really what I want the end game to be effectively. So I kind of want to see that. Alrighty, so you basically want to see Genshin Impact as a fir first play first person shooter. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like in terms of its you want You want Genshin a character who goes GG at the end. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want a collaboration. But you know what? It's funny because there are already collaborations in the characters of Genshin. They've got um, that character from Horizon. What's her name? Aloy. Aloy. Yeah, so she's only available for the PS5 and no. PS4 version, no? No, she, she was, she was available for them first alongside her bow. But like she was uh, made available on all other platforms later. The thing is... They didn't really seem to care much about her in the first place. I think this was like a really on the whim decision because like she doesn't have any constellation levels. She's pretty much a lackluster character, which I think is a really missed um, opportunity. That's the thing, though. Do you want to see them do more collabs? Like if because I know there's other like especially with Chinese game devs, there's a lot of like mobile games that do like collaborations with Persona 5 specifically or... Mm -hmm. Like, do you want it? Like, for example, do you want to see Joker? I mean, I don't know how the hell Joker would work in this game, but Joker? would you want to see that? Yeah, Joker from Persona Five, uh, like the MC. I don't think I would like to see Joker in this game, but like, if anything, they could make something Persona inspired, maybe like a dungeon or something. Oh yeah, maybe. Or like, like a skin for like a certain character. And that's um, another thing that I mentioned when I when I stopped playing, there wasn't character skins, and apparently now there is yeah but they actually started with skins last year in summer so they've yeah, been around for a, so for a year now do they have other skins that aren't swimsuits because i think they had like a barbara swimsuit i mean that was for last year for the summer event mm -hmm. so right now we have swimsuit jeans swimsuit barbara by the way they're like classy and not like i mean this is not suppo supposed to be like to sound like awful or anything but like they're not like bikinis but instead mm -hmm. like they're really cute outfits and like elegant. So they yeah. did not just slap some bikinis on them, but like. Which is surprising because there's a lot of people that play Genshin that may be looking for that sort of content. I think it was like last year they introduced some new regulations in China with like video games mm -hmm. that like address um, revealing clothes. Mm -hmm. So like they actually gave I don't know if they're also if they're like only alternatives um as well in China or if they're like permanent permanently like um used on the Asian or Jack Chinese servers. Um basically they gave they gave Jean, Amber, I think Jean, Amber and uh, Rosaria. They basically changed their skins so they're not like as revealing honestly i some of those skins really look good i get that like i get the i get the controversy obviously mm -hmm. i understand what's like happening would you want to see those alternate skins for that chinese region to be available in europe and america they oh are. they are like to swap out of and stuff yeah Okay, so that's pretty cool. I, I kind of like that because it's like if they'd only given it and then not given it to the rest, I would have been a little bit pissed I just, off. I just don't know if they're like enforced 
or like or like if the classical skins are like prohibited in like mm -hmm. chinese speaking countries that's the thing like i don't know if they're like completely taken out of the video game or if they're like still in there and you can still like switch to them so i don't know y you know one thing that i do want to see because we mentioned that collab thing and when i'm looking at rosaria i kind of want to see like a chidori from persona because she kind of reminds me of chidori from persona 3 i would like to see her have the chidori costume i know it sounds really dumb i can I, see it, it. i don't know do you know what's that crown and i the think it's a hair yeah. yeah it reminds me of her completely but yeah I, there's so many different things like that I would like to see. I mean, in terms of characters, I'm overall, I'm pretty happy with the characters. Yes, the characters end up sharing very similar movesets. They just have unique attacks. But at this point, I'm not too upset about that because we've seen it with so many other games. Uh, with Samurai Warriors 5, for example, they kind of do that really well. This game does it well as well. So With Genshin, they still like give them somewhat unique movesets. So like, I don't think any of the movesets are like the exact same as somebody else's. It's like no, not, they're not. It's, they're it's not like, going to be exactly the same, but they're kind of based off one another, right? It depends is, on the character. I would say so, but at the same time, I mean, it, it feels as though that they are. Like, I don't know. Like every sword character kind of feels the same, right? They do have a level of uniqueness to their attacks and their special abilities and things like that, and to the stuff that they kind of do. But in essence, a sword character is a sword character, you know? Like that's what I feel. So one thing that I do want to know before we go on a break is who is your least favorite character? Like what character? really pisses you off and you're like fuck i don't want this character anymore like i wish i didn't have them on my roster i honestly don't really know if i have a character like that i, I don't think there's like a character where i'm like i don't like them if anything it's more like they are just to me personally they're not that relevant because they haven't really made like an impact on me oh what? they didn't make they didn't make they didn't make impact. an against an impact yeah oh <laughs> Um, I guess, like, actually, you know what? I literally did a tier list on Genshin ca characters, like, not too long ago. I have to see if I can still find them. You know, for me, while, while you find that, for me, my least favorite character is uh, Razor. Fucking hate. Okay, uh, just say you, you have no taste and go. I'm sorry, I don't like Razor. Like, Why? Like, he looks fucking generic. Like He does as... not. He does, Jacob. Or oh, being raised by wolves. Maybe, Ooh. maybe it was a maybe it was a mistake to come on this episode. Wow. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Wow. I fucking hate Razor. Jesus. You know, can, I, can I give a shout out to another character? Why? C shout out to Venti. For shout what? Because Venti's awesome. Why would you go ahead and say Venti's awesome but tear down Razor? Well, are you saying Venti is a, a, a shit character in comparison to Razor? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just asking you why you hate Razor. It's not why I hate Razor. It's just I of all the characters, I think Razor's just like so uninspired. You know what I what mean? What are like you? This... What the fuck are you saying? He's got a literal. He's, he's got no, a literal Jacob. fucking wolf god with him. Yeah, I don't like that. And Look, he's he's a fucking he's he's a sweet savage boy. Okay, leave him alone. No, I don't like him. He it, look well. I don't like be, you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and <laughs> I appreciate your opinion. The fact that he's an orphan being raised by wolves is very cliche. It's very cliche, and I don't Why? like. Cliche. I don't know, but like, how many stories have that? You know, like a kid that's grown up, like was raised by like animals, right? Tarzan. And what about for example. it? Like, I don't like that story beat. Like, it's not a. Fa I'm not a fan of it. Ugh. I'm not saying he's a shit character. Just out of all the characters in this game, you, you said have you. To have you a, said you hate him. I hate him, yes. 
Uh, he's not Venti, all right? Venti's one of my favorites. His name is dumb as well, like Razor. Venti is literally a fucking Starbucks size. What yeah. is your point? You know what? Starbucks should do a collaboration with Genshin. That's something that I want to talk about after the break, but Starbucks should do a collaboration with, with um, Genshin. Anyway, Jacob. I can't stand this guy. I can't stand this guy. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, this episode's wild. And I'm sorry about it, but we're going to continue. We're going to go on a break and we'll continue. I'm still looking for the tier list. Before we get into the ads, just want to shout out our coffee page. If you guys want to support the podcast either monthly or through a one-time donation, we really do appreciate it because coffee doesn't take a fee. So all of the amount of money that you're going to be donating goes straight to us. So that's really awesome. We do have goals set up on there, like for podcast equipment, for artwork and things like that. So anything you donate is going to go straight back into making this podcast a better experience, a better show. We will be using it correctly. So I will assure you that. So that is ko-fi.com forward slash get a live podcast. Thank you. And back onto the ads. Are you a fan of anime and Japanese pop culture? I know I am. So why don't you get your asses down to Sugoi Mart? All right. That's sugoimart.com. Alternatively, you can use our link, getlifepodcast.com forward slash sugoi. That'll take you to our special link on sugoimart. That is getlifepodcast.com forward slash S-U-G-O-I. And use our code G-A-L-P, that is G-A-L-P, for 15% off on everything on sugoimart. And you can use the code multiple times if you really love sugoimart. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to go and purchase the best things that Japan has to offer. Food and drink beauty items, collectibles, toys and games. You can actually buy Gunpla from Sugoima as well as a lot of things for your home. Kitchen appliances, bathroom, bedroom stuff. They've got these really lovely Spy Family campus notebooks. I'm a big fan of stationery, as you guys know, and they've got that there as well. There's some really cool stuff on here. You can also purchase experience sets, which is basically like kits to make matcha, to make onigiri, and they'll provide everything basically. Whatever you want, Sugoi Mart has got it. They've got a lot of really cool stuff from Japan. And as you guys know, every sort of month or so, they give us care package that we show off to you guys, which I think is pretty cool. So they've got really nice stuff included. They also sell Pokemon cards and a lot of genuinely hyped stuff. What we want to do is that we want to find out the weirdest things on the Sugoi Mart website and get Sugoi Mart to send them to us. So Sugoi Mart, if you're listening, let's prepare that. Let's just get the weirdest stuff and send it my way. And we'll we'll talk about it on a episode of Umai. They've got some really, really nice stuff. If you want to get items from Japan quite easily, some really nice quirky items, then you can go to sugoimart.com, use the code GALP for 15% off on your purchase they've got some really nice stuff whether you're an anime fan whether you're a fan of japanese culture or even if you're a fan of disney they've got a lot of disney items on there so experience japan from the comfort of your own home with sugoi mart use the code g-a-l-p for 15 percent off thank you sugoi mart for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and back on to the episode jacob you're still looking for the tier list but in the meantime we're back from our break do you know anything about me or hoyoverse sorry do you know anything about hoyoverse um i don't know that much all i really know is like 
the fact that they made um, games like Honkai Impact. Um, they're actually dropping a new Honkai Impact game in the future. Um, 3D one, I think. It's in. It's gonna be in 3D. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, like an RPG. So it's funny because, like, I mean, obviously, like, I don't, I don't know if you can count her as like a Genshin Impact character. I actually have Aloy as the last spot. Okay. Because, like, I mean, she's she's not a Genshin character, so I don't know if she counts. But I just, I just don't see why she's in the game I, like like if you're gonna put her in the game like give her something but like she's literally like so she's so useless that's the thing she's useless true she's she is the sakura of um of genshin like sakura from naruto yes that was the meme yeah sakura from naruto no one likes her apparently i've never seen naruto so i can't say anything. let's take alloy out of the picture who's the next sort of person next to alloy on that list i'm going to leave out the the characters who like have been mentioned in the past and just like i think i think i have diona as the least favorite okay i i get that diona's kind of shit as a character like i'm not a fan of her moveset she doesn't really do that much damage but she does heal characters which is decent i just i just don't per- like i i again like it's not like i hate her but like for me in genshin it's more about who's relevant to me or not and also i guess i guess with with yona i just don't i'm not a big fan of her character if i'm gonna be honest like i i appreciate that she's a cat but she, she's whatever to me i don't really yeah. i don't really care about her you know what I never understood about Diana was that she's or I get it, she's a cat character and that's, you know, some people like that whole Neko Mimi type thing. But the f- one thing I'm always confused about is that she's a cat that serves alcohol. I mean, she's what? a bartender. I know, but it's weird. Like <laughs> like the combination of the two things. Like it's just weird. I mean, one does not negate the other, so True, but it was just it, it felt a bit odd to me. Like why does she have to be a bartender? Like that was the thing I never understood. Like when they released her and they were like, "Hey, she's this bartending cat girl." And I'm like, "Okay, but what's what's the relevance of her being a bartender?" Like there's not much reference to that in her character other than the fact that she's a bartender, you know what I mean? No, she also has another character trait. But they didn't mention, at least they didn't mention that, I don't know. No, they did, and it's honestly one of the main reasons, I guess, why she's in the game. Which is basically, she, she doesn't, she either doesn't like or hates Diluc. Which to me is like it's not it's not mentioned on her character bio on the website. He I think Diona Diluc. I'm, I'm I'm gonna look it up, but but I'm pretty sure she does not like Diluc at all, unless I'm like misremembering something. But I'm pretty sure that Diona was the one who hates Diluc. Let me see. Yeah, she hates him. Diluc, I can't stand him. If there was no Diluc, there would be no monster wine industry. If there was no mo- monster wine industry, Daddy wouldn't drink, and if Daddy didn't drink, he would keep me company. Oh. So I guess that's why he no, hates. Jacob, she hates. You know what? I feel bad. I no. You just dropped a bomb on this episode. That made I'm man. How how is it that you've seen that story and you don't want to cry and you put her as like your least favorite? Shame on you. That's Fuck you. You you fucking named Razor as your least favorite character. Razor's because... shit. All right. Razor's shit. So is Diona. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll allow that. But you know what? No, I that, no, I don't know anything. Continue on with your next look, point. No, I want to I want to finish this point off. It's like very interesting that the characters you know like and dislike one another. And I mean it, that's what I'm saying. Like the character's story for me has more story than the actual game. Like even listening to why she doesn't like D. Luke, it's it's I don't know. That kind of made me a bit upset for her. I just felt bad for her. Anyway, beyond that point, we were talking about Hoyoverse and things like that. So for those that don't know, I believe Hoyoverse is basically 
it's MiHoYo's office in Singapore and they basically take charge of all of the global events outside of China for uh, Genshin Impact and their other games. Um, but they're doing some very interesting things in the real world as well. So some interesting collaborative events and things like that. I don't know if you know about the KFC thing that happened in yeah, China. Yeah, I have the KFC wing. Of course I do. How did you get that, by the way? Did you just buy a code for it? No, uh, so basically they made you buy a Twitch sub for that, like from like certain Twitch content creators. Oh, okay. Um, that were in the program. I literally just bought like a sub from a, I think like a random um VTuber who partnered with them, and yeah, and that's how I got it. They like you get a code. I mean, obviously the offer is over now, but yeah, that's how I got it. That's very interesting. I mean, there was a lot of like collaborative events as well in which even at KFC, I would think like all the buckets were like uh, Genshin themed. You had characters dressed up as KFC employees and things like that. I believe um, they had to shut it down because it was happening during COVID and people were just rushing to go to KFC. And I think it had something to do with the government. The Chinese government was like, look, you need to stop this. I, so. think, they, I think they have a new one right now. Oh, they do? I mean, that would be very interesting. I think it's, it's like, Pizza Hut. Well, you know what? It's very interesting because I'm pretty sure Pizza Hut is owned by KFC. Like, or it's owned by Yum Brands, which is a Chinese company that owns all of these big, like, things. Let me see if they do have Pizza Hut collab. They do, yeah. You know what? This is the thing. I would like to see those kind of costumes in-game as well. You know what I mean? Me too, yeah. Like, Dynasty Warriors had that with, like, Lawson and stuff. You know, with the Wangy Wangy mm-hmm. Lawson costumes. Like, I would like to see more things like that. Like, genuinely, if I if I went in Pizza Hut and I saw the Genshin characters, I'd fucking go to Pizza Hut more. I'm lactose intolerant. I can't eat pizza. But if you could tell me, hey, I can get that Amber costume where she's dressed in that Pizza Hut mm-hmm. uniform. Hell yeah, I'll eat pizza and shit my pants because I think that's worth it. If you can get, like, actual codes and stuff and not, like, what, is this, like, a poster or something? Uh- I think so. I don't really know what that no, is. No, exactly. do you know what it is? It's the, um, I don't know if you've ever eaten in, a, in like a Pizza Hut or something like no. that. No. They put like those paper things down before they put your pizza. Oh yeah, I was thinking of something like that too. Like they have that in other is. restaurants too. Hot and cheesy. Wait, I'm, I'm looking at an article. That's mad. Pizza Hut collab. Do you think they'll do like special edition, special edition like pizzas, like Genshin pizzas? And this is the thing. because It's Genshin's- a possibility. Do you think they'll ever do this in, um, what's the word? They don't never kind of do this outside of China. Like maybe they'll do it in Japan and Korea, but I doubt they would do this kind of stuff. In- I mean, for me, the thing is they also had like other collabs. Like I don't, well, it's not really a collab. It's more like a event. I think they had like a skiing event and like, was it Aspen or something? Okay. Um, or in the Alps, I, I don't something like that. I don't know. And then like recently, I don't know if it's still going on, but I think it was in or is in America. Uh, they basically have like a like a food truck, and they make they make like traditional Genshin food and serve it to people. I saw that on a YouTuber. I forgot her name. I really wanted to do a collab with her. What is her name? I don't know her name, uh, but like Issa Issa Grill, probably. So she. She's a YouTuber that does like, and she's also a TikToker, but she does like foods inspired by Genshin. So I think it started off with like making the traditional foods like Sweet Madame, you know, the chicken that's got like no wings. You know what I'm talking about, right? The the foods that you can make in the game, she was recreating them in real life. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point where I think MiHoYo got involved and they started to sponsor her. And now she's doing videos about these food trucks. So she's actually traveling around America, like just going to these food trucks and you get 
like special items and things like that and special collectibles mm-hmm. um and i think also that they're doing stuff at conventions i think they're doing some stuff at anime expo they're not doing things in europe and i think they should do more like they want to open they want to open more um mihoyo studios and stuff like that they want to open one in los angeles i think more in asia and there's gonna open one in montreal in canada so it makes me think like how come they don't open one in france how come they don't open one in in germany or in the uk Mm -hmm. or something because i think having a european presence would be great because there's a shit ton of european players of genshin and i really think it would be nice to have these sort of events like yes maybe if it's not a pizza hut collaboration because i don't know how many people in europe will be like hell yeah we need that pizza hut collab you know yeah most most people in Europe that eat Pizza Hut may not even be Genshin players or may not even be people that play video games, you know what I mean? Especially in the UK. So it's like, I don't see those collabs working out. But if they actually did like specific Genshin events, like the food trucks that they're used, doing in the US or, you know, stuff at expos, because there's so many different like, le- okay, let's say they, they go to Cologne and they do something for, um, what's it called? Gamescom gamescom yeah if they did something for they're a games development company they could easily do something for gamescom and they've got money the fact that genshin i think in its initial release made like four billion dollars in that initial release here so they've they've got the money to do crazy shit like this and i really want to see more of it because it's stuff like that that attracts the player base you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like people that don't necessarily know about Genshin might see these characters and might be like hell yeah I want to play it right and more players means more money more money means more development and improve things because I remember Genshin back then is not the same as Genshin now like it's changed a lot there's a lot of content that's been added for free because of this a very interesting marketing model I will say at times it is a little bit predatory and a bit grindy you know what I mean like having to use like the constellations and stuff you basically need to get repeats and stuff like that i i kind of dislike that i wish that there was an option in which if you wanted a particular character you just pay x amount of money and skip all of the wishing they wouldn't make as much money they make they'll probably make more money from you buying the primo gems and just wishing 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 the thing is also and i just have to mention this um in terms of like stuff i guess they give to the to the players well i have noticed that like sometimes hoyo can be a little stingy like mm. not pulling them like in a bat putting them in a bad light um but like with the pulls it's at least like you can get like a copy of the featured character within 180 pulls sometimes even 90 if the if you win the 50 50 but like in a lot of other gacha games you literally have to pull 300 pulls um if you do not get the featured character and 300 pulls can take a lot of money like a lot of money but at the same time 150 is still quite a lot as well no 180 but yeah it's but like it's like the amount that you have to put into it of course you if you can also argue yeah like at least sometimes you can like get um certain characters without like having to you know fill up their constellation to like fully unlock their potential um in other games but it's still the fact that like in 180 pulls it is a lot but that doesn't also that also does not mean that you cannot get them earlier than 180 pulls that's the magic about a probability right it could happen earlier it could happen a bit more than that so it's like for me looking at the prices of like 180 poles like what is that how much is that like wait in terms of primo gems like what does it cost uh so one temple costs 1600 primo gems 
So you have to you have to do that times eighteen, which is I think twenty eight thousand eight hundred. So then how much is one thousand six hundred primogems cost? Wow. Okay. So two thousand primogems is like thirty three euro. Yeah. Thirty three euro, and and you said what it was like. Two hundred thousand primogems, you said. Twenty-eight thousand eight hundred. Eight hundred divided by. Sorry, I'm doing I'm doing maths on the podcast. Divided by well, what what did we say? One thousand six hundred. That's eighteen. That's I I literally told you that. Okay, so eighteen. We'll times it by that thirty-two just to make it a little bit easier. It's like five hundred seventy-six euros. Yeah. So for one character, that doesn't seem worth it. But bear in mind, that's only if you want to pay for it like you can still get primo gems just by playing the game so it's not like you only have to rely on your own monetary things but that's what i'm saying jacob it takes ages to get that much primo gems to get that character that you want like 500 dollars to get a, a single character that's is what free-to-play games are usually about i get that i i understand that but it's different from other free-to-play games because this is something that i wanted to bring up like people say the same shit about games like call of duty and they say the same shit about games like like games like COD and games like what Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, where they had that whole issue with Darth Vader and you can only get Darth Vader through loot boxes and, and stuff like that, even though people paid $60 for the game. Even if you do pay $60 for a game, I haven't seen loot boxes in games like that that are that predatory. Like 500 bucks, yeah, I get it. You could there's always the option of not spending. And to be honest with you, I am one of those people I haven't spent money on Genshin, but I managed to get the characters that I want. Like I got I got Chi Chi. You know, I even got Diona, and I was I'm incredibly lucky with Genshin. Like I always get at least one or two pulls. I think five pulls maximum. I'll get the character that I want, which is I don't know why it happens like that, but that's just the odds that I manage to get in Genshin. Mm -hmm. But most people won't get that. It's just a game of probability, and there will be people like I've seen streamers that they will spend a shit ton of money, but they're streamers at the end of the day. They know that they're gonna make the money back yeah. from the views and from people like donating and stuff like that so if you're part of the partner program you do get primo gems for it and i i am not saying this i am not a partner of this by the way just so you know but i have seen in the past videos of partners accidentally showing that on their stream and they like mihoyo throws a lot of primo gems at them for literally being a partner of the program it's the same with like other games developers as well like with call of duty they tend to give them like card points and stuff so that they can get those packs and those maps packs and those things day one do you know what i mean so i'd imagine that they do the same thing with the primo gems because it doesn't cost them anything to give them the primo gems and in fact seeing showing on stream oh shit we've won this we won that it's kind of like the fifa pack on opening on twitch like a lot of people on twitch and youtube back in the day they'd open these fifa packs and be like oh they go crazy over that shit so to me it's the same i think people tend to give genshin a pass because it is a free-to-play game but i haven't seen any game whether it's free to play or you pay pay for it in which it costs up to 500 us dollars to get a character that you want it's kind of ridiculous to me like i i really can't get on board with that for me it's honestly the thing like, of course it's like also like if you pay more you obviously get more primogems so like if you have so like you know like there's like always like certain packs like you know 100 gets you like i think 8000 or something so it's like literally if you pay the higher amount 
you pay less. Um, yeah, in a but way. that means that means you'd have that money on hand. Exactly, you know I mean? that's like, what I'm saying. Not everyone. A, a lot of people that play Genshin, and there are people that you know will put invest a lot of money into it. Don't get me wrong. You know, rich kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that are working paycheck to paycheck, and I've met people that are like, yeah, I play Genshin because it's free to play, and I really like the fact that I don't need to spend sixty dollars or a hundred dollars yeah. on a game. But then by that logic, they're still spending every month at least maybe twenty dollars on primo gems and it's like if they want to but then it's like you're talking about oh the game is free but at the same time they're still spending more do you know what i'm saying they're spending more on genshin than they would on like for example i'm going to compare it to breath of the wild i know a lot of people don't like comparing genshin to breath of the wild but no a lot of people do actually (laughs) okay so then i'm gonna compare it so breath of the wild is a 60 dollar game right and it's always remained that yeah it's i think now it's it's sort of jumped down to like 50 but it's still very high up to the original asking price so you know it's a 60 dollar game right you pay that 60 dollars you're done you know what i mean it is an initial investment of 60 and yeah there is dlc so let's factor dlc in there we'll say it's a hundred dollars okay and you can get hours and hours there's still people playing breath of the wild to this day because there's so many things that are undiscovered or things that they haven't discovered through their first playthrough things like that right and then genshin which is a similar game genshin's free to play which is a very accessible to a lot of people but then people will get to the point where oh i'm sick of the grind i'm gonna drop ten dollars on prima gems this month and then they do that for a year every month they drop ten dollars it's not a lot they don't see it as a lot because hey it's just ten bucks right but at the end of the day that ten bucks in that one year you've spent more than breath of the wild this is the thing that i'm saying here it's like there are people that are like i'm not gonna play other games and the reason i like genshin is because it's free to play i don't need to invest but then you know they're kind of shit on the fact that oh games are too expensive but at the same time they're still investing more than buying and there are people that will spend more money than buying a triple a title every month like there are people that i know that spend at least they they dedicate a hundred dollars every month to genshin right and i'm like dude you could buy a new triple a game every month with that money but then they wouldn't do that because they see that as a waste of money you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Like, that's the logic that I don't understand. And that's what I'm saying. That's where the sort of manipulation and this level of predatoriness that comes with this style of gacha game, right? Because I don't see that many people spend that much money on a game like Love Live. For example, right? I mean, there might be people that do, and it could be the same with Grand Blue Fantasy. Like, I know that in the West, people tend to, well, not always, of course, but like, I know that in the West, generally, I think people try to back or shy away from, I mean, in a good way, obviously, from like spending that much on um, a mobile game. But like if you take into account in like certain regions where you know you have idols or something it's the same as like having like a bias in a group and like you have your favorite idol and you just pay so much money to like have all their merchandise it's the same way with like mobile games and like characters and their cards you know it's it's the same thing when we're talking about idols and stuff and you're paying for merchandise you first of all you get physical merchandise and at the same time it's not like you're going into like a if you if you want to buy anime merch or if you want to buy like idol merch and things like that you can go to a specialist shop and buy that stuff whenever you want right you're not put into a lottery to get a you know piece of merch for some people it literally does not matter if it's a fictional character or a real person if 
you if you have someone you just enjoy so much no I, i'm not talking about that though jacob i'm talking about the fact that the difference is is that if i want to go buy merch for even even other genshin merch like if i really am invested in the genshin characters let's say i'm a big fan of barbara right mm -hmm. and i want to buy the the genshin figurines i can go out and buy them i don't need to go into this magical lottery system and then pay money like it's yeah. not like i'm paying it's not rng based right yeah. you know what i mean it's i could go into a shop and buy it i can go online and buy it so this is my issue with with genshin and not just genshin with a lot of free-to-play games out there and a lot of gacha games because at the end of the day you know depending on where you live it might be considered as gambling right mm -hmm. people have the same issue with call of duty people had the same issue with battlefront that kind of stuff so mm -hmm. how is it that it's rated 12 it's rated peggy 12 right it's rated teen on the esrb but it's mentioned alcohol references and fantasy violence so it's got a relatively low thing because of that but once again they don't rate the in-game purchases and user interactions in the ESRB. You know what I mean? Because there is no gambling mechanic in the actual game. Like you can't go in and, and gamble using in-game currency right mm -hmm. it's not like gta or you know a game like that where you can actually or or you know like yakuza or whatever right but the gambling in itself is a game mechanic that is outside of the game because it's classed as in-game purchase you know so yeah. for me like i don't understand why that's not factored in because it's a core part of the game mm -hmm. it's not an ancillary part the, the, literally the whole point of the game and the way this game makes money is through that so I know that there'll be people that will argue with me and I know there'll be people that hate me for this, but this is just a personal opinion. I genuinely think that I like free-to-play games, but it can be a very dangerous slope. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like gambling, right? Because you could be addicted to gambling, be betting on the horses, be betting on whatever, but at the same time, you can also be addicted to spending money on a free-to-play because you don't necessarily notice it. You're like, oh, it's only ten dollars here, it's only twenty dollars there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then over months, you know, I don't know. I don't have to explain it. It's just for me, that's the shit that upsets me. You know, I wish that Genshin do an update where it's like an in-game block or limit that sort of like if you know you're the type of person that has like an addictive personality because there's a lot of people that are very wise with their money. I think there's actually like certain limitations in like countries like i don't know if we have that over here but like in japan if you are not of like a certain age you only can spend like a certain amount of uh, money um each month which is honestly really good again i don't know if we have that at all i don't think there's many european countries that have that but i don't think it's up to governments to to dictate that i think it's up to those game developers to be like hey look we want you guys to play responsibly because they know what ages the people are right as you mentioned like if it's someone that is clearly a child that's playing this game because it's rated teen so you can get people that are like what eight years old maybe playing genshin or 14 years old playing genshin and whatnot so like if there's someone that is clearly a minor or underage they shouldn't be allowed to make excessive purchases right Mm -hmm. or i think if it's someone that they know in themselves because obviously look i think there needs to be a, a, a option in the settings that lets you control how much because for example in the uk there's this thing in banks like i can open up my banking app and i can change what my my credit card can do right mm -hmm. so i can stop it from if i wanted to make a purchase of alcohol i can prevent my card from allowing me to purchase alcohol right or i could do it like to stop me from allowing to to use my card for betting so i think there needs to be an option in genshin that if someone does have trouble with addictions or things like that to go in and be like hey when i put in ten dollars this month do not allow me to purchase 
more than $10. Let the person set how much they want. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like to prevent them like, hey, you've set this. If you want to override it, you need to blah, blah, blah. You know what I I mean? mean, Alternatively, I I know that there's like parental um, restrictions on like certain devices as well. I don't know if like they also like count towards that kind of stuff, but I think they do. Like they don't just let you or children like pay anything they want yeah but that's but that's what i'm saying jacob that's something that's on the device itself i'm talking about something in game that needs to be done because at the end of the day you know you could play genshin so many different ways you know there are people that play on their phones there are people that play on pc or on the ps5 or whatever so there's also oddly enough there's so many different ways to get primo gems so i don't know it's a lot easier on the playstation to sort of curb that on the playstation because well you can like set up like top ups and things like that and like prevent certain purchases from going on but if you're on pc there's no real way of doing that like especially if you've got that sort of addictive personality that you know you want to get that character you want to let's say you don't have the most money right and there have been occasions, not just this game, but with a lot of gacha games where people are getting themselves into debt because they're spending money that they don't have on these games, you know? Mm-hmm. And like for me, they don't care. Like the, the big game developers, whether it's Activision, whether it's MiHoYo, they don't give a fuck if the person's gotten themselves into debt because at the end of the day, they'll be like, well, that was their choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to go back and be like, oh, you know what? We're going to reimburse you and take away that content that you bought with it. No, mm-hmm. they've made their money at the end of the day and that's it. I know that was pretty annoying conversation to have, but I think I needed to say it. And I think that was really one of the reasons why I stopped playing Genshin because it got to a point where I was just like, oh man, I'm grinding so much. And I'll be real with you. I don't, I don't put money into Genshin, right? Mm -hmm. I, I never have. I might do in the future. For me, I know that I can control my spending on games and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I have that opportunity to. I don't know. Like you can still have a lot of fun without spending money in Genshin. But for me, the reason why I stopped playing was because it was just too grindy. Things might have changed now or they might have gotten worse. I don't know. Um, Jacob, what sort of collaborations do you want to see in the future coming from um, Genshin? Because we mentioned, I mentioned that Starbucks Venti collab. I think that would be funny just because Venti's name is venti yeah you know and i think they could have venti dressed up as a starbucks mermaid <laughs> I, th- I think that would be funny you know what i mean or like i've seen a lot of people make their own sort of special drinks like there was this a ganyu drink that someone made which i thought was pretty cool um so i would like to see like starbucks do a collaboration but is there any companies that you want to see do collaborations with um genshin I don't know if I can think of, like, companies. I think, usually I think of, like, games or something. Okay. Well, games as well. Like, what what sort of collabs do you want to see from them? That's, like... I was thinking of something, like... I don't know if you know the game, but, like, Alchemy Stars, maybe? Or Arknights. Arknights. Mahjong Soul. Something like that. It's, like... I think that would be cool. Or, like, Punishing Grey Raven. I don't know if you know that one. I don't know that one. What's Um, that? It's, like, a... It's basically also like a hack and slash kind of game. Um, it's also a mobile game. It's kind of like a bit futuristic. It's actually really cool, but I just don't play it much because it's... I, I'm I'm not a big fan of like the system itself. I don't know. One thing that I want to know, and this is a question I'll ask you. What about a Dynasty Warriors collab? Because I know Dynasty Warriors has been doing like a lot of collabs with other uh, Chinese developers like for mobile games and stuff like that. But... Like, if you had Lubu as a playable character, and they, they put him in the art style, right? So if you had Lubu as a, 
character in the UA mm-hmm. or if whatever. Do you think that would be like a good collab? It would be probably a fun collab if everything. I, I think so. I, I genuinely think so. Like I, I think that would be really cool. Uh, but that being said, we're really tired. I'm tired. Jacob's tired. <laughs> I'm guessing you guys are tired as well. So go and have a nap. Maybe I'm not just saying that to you, Jacob. I'm saying that to the audience. <laughs> After this episode, go and have a nap. Maybe eat some Pizza Hut. Not sponsored, by the way. But Pizza Hut, if you are listening, please sponsor us. I will reach out to you. <laughs> I'm not joking. I will reach out to you pizza so um expect that email <laughs> but yeah so thank you guys for listening big thanks to our actual sponsors crunchyroll and sugoima in addition to that we will be doing a giveaway yeah we're gonna be doing a giveaway i'm gonna try and get sugoima involved i can't make a promise on that but i will try my best to get sugoima involved to you know try and get some Genshin merch because you know what we'll we'll try and sort that out. In addition to that, I will be giving away some stuff uh, made by my friend Sven uh, at Mui Mui House on Etsy. Go and check him out. Really cool guy. He's made these really beautiful Klee uh, earrings based off Jumpy Dumpty, the little bomb that uh, Klee has. So I showed it to Jacob, but we're doing something special for that. So yeah. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We'll see you on the next one. I don't know what the next episode of Galp is going to be. I think we're going to do an episode with Matthew Sainsbury. Either that or we're going to be talking about Warriors Orochi 3 because it recently got uh, a PC port. So yeah, we'll probably talk about that on a future episode of Galp. Jacob, any final words? You want me to say the line? No, I actually don't. I don't want you to say stay sexy. Ad Astra Abyssisk. <laughs> wow. That's what Catherine says in Genshin Impact. Yeah, I know. I know. There's this one voice line that Zhongli always says, Osmanthus's wine tastes the same as I remember, but where are those who share the memory? <laughs> he always says that it's gotten, it's it's become like a running gag within the Genshin community that as soon as like you like choose him and he's idle for like two seconds, he'll start saying that and that only. And I remember a lot of streamers being like, shut the fuck up. That was quite good. I'm going to try and get that audio clip and put it in there. Thank you. You're welcome. And remember guys, stay sexy. Oh, you know what? I was saying I love you and then you had to jump in with the stay sexy. I didn't want you to stay sexy. Okay. It, why did you just say like a German person? Stay sexy. I know. I, you know, I was, I feel like I was just sleeping at the same time I was saying it. I didn't mean to sound Stay German. sexy. Stay sexy. <laughs> that's, that's the new stay sexy. My God. I'm sorry. Lap Galoida. That actually means like stay horny, dude. All right. You're so Bye. lost. You're so lost. I am lost. 100%. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs>